All right, it is news time, Slim. All right, we've got plenty to get to, including a hotel scam that I want to make you aware of because it's a wild one. It's a wild one. Okay. A couple things for you right off the bat. We were asking the question, how old-ish are you? I don't want to, you know, if you don't want to share your age specifically, you don't have to. Yeah. But how old-ish are you and what would you want to do for your birthday? I've got to give a big shout-out to the fine folks listening. We've got a lot of family time. Oh, yeah, wanted. for sure. And I just love that. People want to hang with their family. Now, the locations at which people are saying they want to hang with their family, there's a lot of people, I want to be home with my family, I want to go to the lake with my family, beach with my family, but we've got a lot of family folk out there, and I love that, I respect that. I'm seeing Mary, Mary had said, uh, she's one of the people who I hate big things and being the center of attention. Normally, those people, though, Mary, you are probably someone who throws a party for someone else. That is 100% you know? true. And I'm telling you, Mary, that's going to come back to bite you because those people are eventually <laughs> going to want to return the favor. That's so true. So you got to let it happen. For those yeah. of us who, who are going to be the people who want to throw something back for you, let us for one day. I, that's fair. I mean, as long as it's you come to some sort of agreement. Yeah. Mary's but it probably, is hard sometimes uh, when you don't want, you know, you're like, I just like doing things for other people. Well, that's yeah. great, but then those people love you. so Yeah, they want to do something yeah. for you. So, unfortunately, when you get the one thrown your way that it makes you a little uncomfortable, just know. I did. It's coming from a good place. I enjoyed Heather's when she said she's in her 40s and just wants to get some sleep while her kids clean the house. That's oh, what birth- a great one. <laughs> that's her birthday. And not the coupon book that you give your parents that's like, man, I'm going <laughs> to do this and this and this. Actually doing it. Better what? than the coupon book is just actually doing it. Yeah, like the coupon book says, I'll, I'll let's get a dog. I'll make sure I clean up yeah. after it. This, yeah, this that one. ticket is good for one car wash. Right. No, this it's ticket not. is good for me vacuuming one time. No, yeah, it's not good yeah, at all. It's not, it's a, it seems like a great idea, and yeah. it's actually terrible. How about just clean the car and yeah. vacuum and yeah. then tell me you did it? And that is the best birthday present we could all receive. Well, you could just do it and not tell me you did it, and then you just have done it for no recognition. I would, I, would, I would like to say a huge thank you to the state of Washington for legalizing sports gambling in a lot of places. Oh, I hadn't noticed that. I am back in the uh, I'm back in the building. I'm back. Okay. For the longest time after COVID, I did not want to leave my office. That's true. My windows, yes. I was a hermit. Yep. The last week, something has happened where everyone in the hallways just wants to talk about sports gambling. Oh, really? And. <laughs> And you're in on that. This show is getting in my way. <laughs> this show, I've got my, my doors cracked open oh, now. wow. You know, I've got the window back open. No way. You have the blinds open? Yeah, there's two or three people now in the upstairs building who are just oh, like, hey, what do, you have, what do you have tonight? What's the what's the play tonight? What's the play on the NBA game? I mean, so Slim literally was a hermit. He closed his blinds. Oh. He painted over the windows. He put paper on there. He yep. covered up all the windows. Half the time had his lights off in there, hoping people wouldn't notice. I would wear my headphones 24-7 in my studio with nothing in them. Just so people would think yeah. I was I was listening to this. Right, exactly. Now my headphones are off, like one ear's off. I've got the door cracked open, and a big sign that says welcome. And lightning. And I'm just sitting in here telling, you know, talking bets, making money, making <laughs> plays, big time. Dying to get out to one of the casinos tonight to play some wagers, you know? So I'm back. I just wanted to thank you to the coworkers who have got me out of my funk here in the building. And brought some good thunder and back into my life. Thank you for that. Look how much happier you are. Oh, my gosh. It's just the best. Just participating in the world. I love coming to work again. Well, okay, I like. Just what, pace yourself. It's okay. It's okay. Story number two. 
It's, it's all right. A family stayed at a hotel, and Jay, they lost six thousand dollars in uh, a scam at a hotel room. Oh, as they ordered room service and law and paid six thousand dollars for this room service. What so you know, you heck? get you get the card there in the room, and it says all the things you get to order. And they called room service, ordered some food. Food didn't get there. After an hour and a half, they called back down. They're like, hey, where is our room service order? Right, right. And the the person at the front desk was like, well, we never got an order from your room. Uh-oh. And they looked at their bank account, and over the course of that hour and a half, $6,000 had been used on the card number they gave the room service. How in the heck? People are going through hotels and sliding fake room service papers underneath your door. With the hotel's logo on it. Oh, my goodness. But the phone number, C, is, is their phone number. So you call this number to get room service, and yeah. you're calling Joe Schmo, who just slid a random piece of paper under your door. And now you're ordering some room service. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll get, bring that right up. Oh, my gosh. And then they just go charge $6,000 on 30 PS5s, and you are now hungry. Wow. And without money. So this is the new scam. Hotels are warning, hey, look, they're not going to be putting, they're not going to be sliding room service menus or like deals. Hey, here's the, yeah, this no, room service menu is the daily deals. No flyers going into the door. Nope. Plus, if you order room service, it should it should be charged to the card yes, on file. Yes. But, you know, if you're on vacation, maybe ah. you're not thinking straight. You're like, well, this is weird. They, you actually have to give them your credit card? That seems weird. And yeah. you, you know, you might not think twice about it. Totally. And here, again. Catch you off guard when you're on vacation. The way a scam works, Jay is you try to scam 100 people, and you just need one. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you take 100 pieces of paper, put them under 100 hotel doors. Right. 99 people are probably going to think what you thought. Yeah. Well, that's not how this works. But one person is going to think the opposite. Dang it. And that's the person you get $6,000 from. Just in a moment of, oh, that seems weird. But hotels are are just putting out the memo. A couple of them, a couple of them posted the story. That's good. And, That's and good. we're like, look, this is a thing we need to watch out for. People are doing this. Be careful. Be cautious. And I think that the way they were doing it was they had, oh, this is the, you know, you've got your room service menu. Right. But these are the, oh, this is our daily. It's like a special. Our yeah. daily deals. Oh, gosh, these are our daily deals, baby. Yeah, they figure so, out new stuff all the time. You know, we we couldn't have this one on the table because yeah. we're not going to update. We're not going to come in your room and update the daily deals menu. Obviously, we're going to slide it under your door nice and easy. Let you be. I mean, at, at the hotel at that point, you give them free room service, right? Man, if they if they ran up $6,000 on your card, yeah. Yeah, you've got it. You give them the free, because, well, let's see. You order two meals. So, yeah, you give them $175 worth of free French fries. <laughs> Kevin and Slim in the morning. That's a bummer. Uh, sorry about the Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Uh, uh, no. Oh, oh boy, dear. I think she's actually hurt. No, there. I think. Kevin James. They cut my beard. And forced me to eat it. The Jay and Kevin Show on the Big 99.9 Coyote Country. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jay and Kevin Show. All righty. Good morning. 
My husband and I are in a bit of a housing situation. We need to move out of our apartment, but the house we are moving into won't be ready until August 1st. Our best friend and my husband's parents both have offered to let us move in with them for the summer. We all get along, but I think we all know getting along and living together can be different. Best friends or in-laws, which one would you guys choose? That's right. from Ricky Jane. 4410999. So a lot of it probably depends on the current existing relationship with the in-laws, which seems to be okay. I'm just assuming based on the writing of the letter. Totally. Doesn't, doesn't. If they were angry with each other, she probably would have pointed that out. Yep. Um, I mean, for me, this would be hands down a very easy decision okay. only because there is more pressure to get along for the long term with the in-laws. Oh, yeah. Because guess what? Your family. You also, oh, you know what? You might have a better idea of how your in-laws live than how your friends live. Like, you know your friends pretty well, but do you really know how they live? No, no, you don't. You know how they live? You know how they live in three-hour hangout increments? <laughs> yes. You know what they're like. Yeah. But you don't know how they live. I feel like you probably have a pretty good idea how your in-laws live. I, I do, man. And, and, again, maybe you and I have different Again, 4410999 is the phone number. If you've done this, either one of these, could you let us know? Because you and I might have different situations where I think you and I both get along with our in-laws. That's a very fortunate situation. Totally. We're both very lucky. Mine's a no-brainer in-laws. Mine's a no-brainer. Yeah. and Because I get along with them real well. And again, that relationship, I know, is not going to change. And the funny As thing much. is it's also a no-brainer for your wife. Oh, totally. I mean, she would also be in the same situation because totally. your parents are great. Uh, where I, you know, the fr- like, again, the friendship thing. You're friends with people. You're family with people all the time. You're friends with people all the time, but you're, you, yeah, you, you're in hangout sessions. Right. 24-7, that friendship, which is valuable, man, you could really deteriorate that thing. It, that could go fast, very fast. And, of course, there's always additions to this based on children and pets, but let's just leave them out. But I do remember my sister moved in with my mom and dad. My sister at the time was just moving states. So it was a long distance move, and their house wasn't ready either. And it was my sister, her husband, their four children, and one dog. That's a little bit more to ask. This seems like it might just be the couple, which is a little bit more doable. Trey, what do you think? So... This for me, um, I'm currently living with my in-laws because I moved in with my friends at one point, but you get along with your friends, moving in with them, there's a lot more stress. And in my opinion, you lose friendship. The yeah, right. They just go with the in-laws, learn them, let them build more trust on you so things are better off in the future. Oh, hey, Trey, yeah, what if you did Trey. this? What if you did the moving with your in-laws and then you act like a teenager and you go, hey, we're going to have a sleepover at my friend's house if you happen to need a break from the in-laws? Uh, I don't know about that one. I've never <laughs> <that> before. <laughs> Not sure that would work either. Okay. No, no, no. So in-laws uh, it is, huh? Yep. That, that's what it would be for me. Have, have Do you have any tips for them if they're moving in with the in-laws? Are there any tips of like, make sure you're doing this, make sure you're not doing this? Yeah. Have you had to modify a lot of parts of your life? Um, Not really. It's just kind of making sure you actually help around the house a little bit more. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like that. that's the that. key, right? Be- that's the one that goes so far. You're a visitor. 
And if you just kind of take advantage of everything, you know, buy a meal, bring home some food, you know, vacuum, yep. mow the grass. I mean, chip in, I feel like, is huge. Yeah. Yeah, common Definitely. courtesy, which isn't necessarily always that common. The the Thank you, Trey. Trey, appreciate you, he, buddy. Here's my problem, Jay. And this is why I've been struggling with this. The not, 90% of me tells me the in-laws is the obvious for sure choice. Okay. But I always will... There's that one glimmer that if the stars align mm-hmm. and and it goes perfectly staying with your friends, it will be the best summer of all time. Now, the success rate on yeah. that is probably 2%. Right. Right. 98% failure, most likely, on staying with your best friends. But if the 2% happens, it's the best summer ever. It's the best summer you'll ever live. But you are rolling, I mean, you are rolling the dice in one of the biggest ways possible. Yeah, for sure. Because, again, if you're with your best friends and everything just clicks like you're thinking in your head when you are making that well, decision. Well, like it is when you hang out. That's oh, why you're best friends. And every night's a fun night. Yeah. And, and you get your free time, but you also every now and then it's like, let's play games. Let's do a barbecue. Let's do this. If it works, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be. But you also realize probably two weeks in, all those little things that bother you <sighs> about people in general probably also will bother you about your friends. I just don't. Yeah, your success rate is. So the window for that to happen is tiny. Let's just hope your house doesn't get delayed past August 1st. I know I know some people, yeah. I know some people have said, you know, do do the thing where maybe you go, look, we'll stay June. For the month of June, we're going to stay with oh, the friends. And then for July, we're going to stay with the in-laws. That might work. The one thing with that for me would be the packing up your oh, stuff and moving it. Terrible. You know, and I know you probably have all your stuff that you live with going to either a storage unit or someone's garage or something, Still. you know. But just even your clothes and going from one place to another, it may work, but I don't know. I don't know. And plus, now they're both mad at you. Yeah. Kevin and Slim oh, yeah. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. Well, good luck. Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Royce had a big a, a big spoke. He's a cheddar brat, a.k.a. squirty dog. Kevin James. A.k.a. squirty dog? Yeah. I've never heard that, but I that's like that. awesome. Yeah. Squirty dog is my favorite new term for, for a cheddar brat. A cheddar brat. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. In an hour, we'll play Beat the Show, and we'll have a chance for you to win four-pack, a four-pack of tickets to go to Silverwood for Mother's Day weekend, which is not this weekend, but next weekend. Entertainment news now brought to you by Zero Res. Big big day tomorrow in Spokane, Washington. A Beatle will be in town. Sir Paul McCartney will be in town tomorrow yeah. performing at the Spokane Veterans Memorial Arena. I was intrigued with, with the story I saw for a couple reasons. Well, many reasons. First of all, according to Matt Meyer, Spokane Public Facilities District Director of Entertainment. Yeah. He said over 8,000 tickets have been sold. Does that seem low? Uh, Well, yeah, because 10-ish. I don't I know what the stage 11, is like. 11,000. What's the stage like, right. though? Is he in the round? But here's the deal. Or is he? 10,000 you know, seats, right? Yeah. Pre, without, we're talking basketball, hockey. Hockey, let's go hockey. Yeah. I think it's 10,000 seats. So if there's any floor seats, yeah, I feel like gotta be over ten thousand. I would think, yeah. So it, I would that was surprising. That number eight thousand was a surprising number to me. I would have thought you would say ten to eleven, but I don't know. Maybe I know there's still tickets available. Right. Yeah. The fact that it's not sold out. 
which is really strange. That is kind of unusual. I th- I'm sure they were thinking, based on the way they hyped it at the beginning, I'm sure they were thinking it would have sold out in a day. Again, Garth Brooks, uh, seven. <laughs> hey, uh, Paul, if you're listening, if you're, hey, Paul, Sir Garth, Paul, if you're listening, USA. Garth Brooks, USA. Yeah. Uh, he sold out seven, bud. Yeah. So uh, shape up or <laughs> ship out, USA, baby. All right. So here's the one thing. Jeez. Well, I mean, I'm Team USA. What am I going to do? I understand. I'm Team USA. I'm USA I for life, man. Paul McCart- McCartney, bring it. Do better. Yeah. Garth did seven. <laughs> uh, according to Matt Meyer, though, you know, this is, he also had said this. This is, I find very cool. I find this very cool. Okay. You, it's it's kind of the hoop fest stat, but with Paul McCartney, because of course it's a huge name. It's the kickoff of his tour. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, Japan, Sweden, of course England, and Canada, all represented for sure at the show tomorrow. People are traveling from everywhere. Oh wow, really? There's going to be people who have flown in from Japan and oh, Sweden. Oh my gosh, to Spokane. Well, that's kind of cool. See the show. I think it's awesome. I love that. You sure they're not just coming for Bloomsday and they got here coming, a little early? They're not coming from Blooms for uh, Bloomsday. Uh, there is there is uh, one guy who is getting a lot of pub around town. His name is Nathan Gedge. Okay, and he is from Utah, and he will be here. Uh, He has seen 22 Paul McCartney shows. My. And he is going to try to see as many as he can on this U.S. So he's going to follow him around. I think he's going to roadie this. He's going to be the the roadie for Paul McCartney's show. And it, of course, starts in Spokane. So if you're going to try to go to all the shows or as many as you can, you've got to start here. Super fan. So uh, he said he's been a big part of my life. He's brought people so much joy. Some of his songs bring you solace, honesty, like Let It Be, Times of Trouble. You know, they just bring you comfort when you hear his music. Mm. It takes you back to a place when you first heard the music. I love it. It'll be cool. It's it's cool that people are going to be, you know, traveling in for this. We're going to have the beginning for the people who are going to try to follow Paul McCartney along. They're going to start their, their travels here. Again, tomorrow's going to be a cool day in Spokane. Do you suppose that a guy who follows Paul McCartney around that much as a super fan, do you think Paul McCartney has any idea or does he just let it be? Uh, okay, so here's the deal. Again, I don't think Paul McCartney knows. You know who I think would know? You think Garth would know? Oh, heck yeah. You think Garth would know yeah, about a man. super fan? Yeah. Garth Brooks would be like super fan Nathan Gedge. Yeah. My guy. Nate. I Nate think, Dog. Yeah. You going to, do you go into Taco Bell with Trisha and I before the show? Let's go. <laughs> so you don't think Paul McCartney's going to Taco Bell? I know nothing about Paul McCartney. Mm. And I have no background on him. Right. But I will say with 100% certainty, certainty, he has no clue. He has no he clue. He doesn't seem no. like the guy who has any clue. I didn't have a clue. Garth has a clue. You know why? Aye. Garth down to earth. He's a country music guy. Yeah, USA. He's down to earth. Or USA, baby. <laughs> Seven shows. He's here for the people. He's not here for the money. He's here he for might, the Taco he Bell. He wants you to get in the show for free. Garth doesn't want anyone to scalp tickets. He wants you in for free. Uh, I think. Okay. That was the one with either of us. That one we got. I didn't believe anything I said, but I really didn't believe that one. (laughs) Uh, Here's Superfan did say this uh, when he was asked about him and being a Superfan, and and Nathan Gedge has kids. He has five kids. He said, you know, his real name is James Paul McCartney. So my middle son's middle name is James. Okay. My youngest son's middle name is Paul. All right. My eldest daughter's name is Abby. From the album. Abby Abby Road, yeah. So really love the Beatles. I'm not sure how much what, my no wife. No Beatle? He goes, what's that? No Beatle for a mid-name? No. I he mean, said, I'm so- not sure how much my wife appreciates that. Yeah. But we, we really do love the Beatles in our household. 
so this guy will be here. I've seen him all over from L.A. to New York. Wow. So that's amazing. When people be, do that, that's crazy. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. Tomorrow's going to be a fun day. It'll I like be a fun it. day to go heckle the folks standing outside the arena. Okay. What? I'm just going to go buy the USA once. <laughs> well, he's he's on a USA tour. Heck yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with a Garth shirt on. Yell USA. Just to, seven shows. Seven shows. Seven, seven shows. shows. <laughs> I joke. Because it is going to be awesome. A little bit of country music news for you, though. We we had mentioned it earlier today. Jason Aldean was doing an interview, and I it was very funny. He was talking about his setting up a tour. Yeah, his lineup. Setting up a tour, and you get you know you ask people to be part of your show when it's like, well, I've got an opener, and then I've got the second act and the third act maybe for the big ones. It About- can't be undersold how important your leading is oh. if you have them because it can really make a difference in filling an arena to 10,000 versus 8,000. Yes. Yeah. Kenny Chesney in Seattle, one of his big ones, you know, he did it was Sam Hunt into Old Dominion, right. into Miranda Lambert, into Kenny Chesney. And, it, you know, they're just, it, it's crazy. You have to get the order right. And, I'm, you know, I'm sure the people who are going first don't want to be first. They want to be, they feel like they're big time enough yeah. to be right before you. So Jason Aldean said, I remember trying to get Luke Combs for the third opening slot on a tour where he wanted the middle slot. So we were going, it would be Luke Combs, then Band or Act X, mm-hmm. and then Jason Aldean. And he, Jason Aldean said, I remember telling Clarence, who is his manager, he's only got one hit. <laughs> we're not putting Luke Combs right before me. And he's, he's said, got well, one song. Well, they think he's going to have more. Clarence said, well, I think, well I, they think he's going to have more. Well, and then he goes, well, everybody thinks they're going to have more. I mean, that's right? fair. So this is the actual discussion. It's like he told his manager he's only got one hit. Manager right. says, well, they think he's going to have more. And Aldine goes, everybody thinks he's going to have more. <laughs> so funny. One artist came out and was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good with one. Just one. That's all I need. So Aldine went on to say, so I kind of fought him a little bit, but eventually gave in. That was one of the times I wasn't sure. But then he was on the road with us. You could see things just started to blow up for him. That's awesome. So, That's and then hilarious. he said, Parker McCollum is the guy right now. Oh wow, he's amazing and one of the kind, one of the guys he's got his eyes on. So, there's the Aldine story. You're trying to get Luke Combs to be the first That's opener. That's hilarious. And Luke Combs is pushing back on you, and you're like, dude, you've got one song, bud. You got one. Who do you think you are? By the way, that was in 2018. Who? How did that go in the tour? Who? Who moved to third? From second. Oh, I would love to. Do you know who it is? I don't. I have to look up. It was the High high Noon Neon Tour okay. in 2018 for this LD. This is hilarious. I'm who? curious who he flopped with there. Okay, this will be good if I can figure this out. See if we can figure out who was number two and had to be bumped to number three because Luke Combs moved to number two. Are you ready? Yeah. Brantley Gilbert. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I love Brantley Gilbert. Yeah. But... You made the right choice, Jason. Good, good decision. <laughs> good decision. Jay, Kevin, and Slim. That's a bummer for Brantley. Oh, and then there was another the one. Because it was one of those, you get some. some oh, they Brant- alternated? Luke Combs was at all of them. Mm-hmm. The other act, and doggone it, she just can't catch a break. Lauren Elena. <sighs> well, again. You made the right choice, For the Luke, tour, yeah. We cheer for Lauren Elena on this show. We do. This is the new Luke Combs. Tomorrow, me. Telephone rings. Can I come over? 
things go since we've been over. I know what you want, and I want it too. The problem is what's wrong with it. So for the hundredth time, and you'll be okay. You always are. I'll be picking up the pieces if we go that far. 'Cause tomorrow may. Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Coming up, a round of I Don't Get Blank. Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. S-E-A-N. Like N. yours. With another N. With another N. Kevin James. It would be much cooler if his name was Sean William Scott and he spelled William with two M's and Scott with three T's. That'd be cool. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Don't forget, you can download the Coyote Country app. Take us with you. We'd be glad to be in your pocket. It's free, by the way, in case you're curious. All right, so what don't you understand? What don't you get? Well, I just don't get a couple things. And I've heard there are no stupid questions. I mean, that's the saying. I don't all the way agree with that. 
So one of these may be a stupid question, and okay. I apologize, but there are times where, guess what? We have the world's largest PA system. That's true. And so I thought, why not use it? You know, why, okay. not, why, not, why not use it? So I want to ask some, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. I got approached about, about something yesterday. I think we've talked about it before, and I did not register what the exact answer was. Okay. But we'll, we'll get to it here. I don't get blank about the show. Oh, I don't get blank about it. This isn't about the show. I apologize. Yeah. I thought it was just about anything. I mean, you don't get blank, but you, it's going to be on the show. Yesterday, I needed to get a new propane tank for my grill. Gotcha. Okay? Yep. And I went to the gas station, traded in the old propane tank, got the new one. Right. Put it in the back of my vehicle. Mm-hmm. And the guy, was the he was so nice. He was not rude. He was not anything. He was parked next to me at the gas station. He goes, are you going to put that in the back of your rig? And, and he said it in the nicest way. Jay, there was no animosity from it. Right. He's rattled, trying to actually help you. It rattled me so badly. I I drove one <laughs> mile per hour home. I, I, I was I felt like I was driving with a bomb in my car. And I, I thought I don't because I told him I go, yeah, and he's like, okay. And he, you know, he didn't oh, challenge no. it. He didn't say like, yo, you're an idiot. He just was very honest and sincere. And I thought, well, hang on. Yeah. How in the heck am I supposed to? Well, so right. here's the deal. Our phone number is 4410999. I would love help with these things. And again, they may be really dumb questions. I apologize. I I'm imagining there's someone else listening who didn't know that was a thing and would also like help. Okay. Uh so I, the other thing I would say is there's that the gas canister. Because I'm imagining if I put a two two gallon gas canister to put gas well, in my uh, in my in my lawnmower, like, am I, am I not supposed to move that? Well, the problem is, is what else are you supposed to do? That's my thing. So my, my thing, would, and it's a sincere question, what's the proper way to do that? Am I supposed to take my bike down there and- That's a bummer, yeah. And put, I mean, a, put a basket behind my bike, a wagon 30 feet behind my bike, and if it blows up, it blows up 30 feet behind me? <laughs> I, I, would, I would sincerely ask what that is. So the question is, you have an enclosed vehicle. How are you supposed to transport gas or propane? I mean, I think you just have to make sure it stays facing the way it's supposed to face, like bottom on the bottom, top on the top. You don't want it laying down. And, and I, I do not have a, I don't have a truck. Not like a truck. You don't have a trailer. I don't know that I want to run down to my buddy Josh's house and say, hey, dude, can I borrow your truck yeah, for one yeah. thing? I need to drive down and get a propane tank. He's going to say, what are you doing? <laughs> he should have just say, just do it. Just but go I, pick it up. Here's the deal. I, I know I can't be alone as somebody no, this I'm summer sure. who needs a propane tank for their grill and wants to get it from point A to point B. And I did not even think about it till yesterday when the guy was, like, very honestly worried for me. Donald, what do you think? As I work for a propane company. I was just calling in and let you know, legally, you're allowed up to 80 pounds in an enclosed vehicle and up to 100 gallons in the bed of a pickup or a trailer. Okay. Well, so legally we know that we're, we're covered, right? So safety-wise, I mean, what else is he supposed to do? It really, all you got to do, what, what the, the concern is, obviously, if you're going to be in an accident, you have, you have been there with you. If you just secure them and drive carefully, you're fine. Okay, you yeah. Know, your standard barbecue tank is what they consider a 20-pound tank, so you're, you, know, you can follow the four of those in the, in the uh, vehicle, in, in the enclosed vehicle with, with you legally. Okay, so you're legal. Donald works for a propane company. Secure it in an upright position and then just drive with caution. 
Okay. Okay. Thank you, Donald. Okay, Donald. Thank you, Donald. That, I'll tell you, <laughs> that does make me feel a little better. Jay, I was terrified yesterday. Well, now you feel like, terrified. am I just a bad person? Yeah. It was just you in there, right? Oh, it's just me in there. Okay, yeah. But like, what if I? I mean, I know you feel like. What well, if you do have the kids? What I? I don't know. Again, these are the things where you're just like, I had not thought about it. I've assumed these things were made. To be traveled with, I do know, keep it upright. I'm not looking for it to rattle around in the back of the rig. But, I, man, I thought about it all afternoon, all evening. I was, th- I thought, did I just get home Mission Impossible style? Uh, man, I was all over the place. And then, of course, if by chance you happen to get into an accident and something terrible happens, someone's going to say, well, you had a propane tank in his car. What do you expect? Yeah. Right, exactly. Well, you're like, well, I don't know how to get it home otherwise. Literally, you're just walking down the street carrying propane tanks. It, I should have asked Donald, is it the same with a gas canister? Again, another thing you've got to transfer from point A to point B. I'm not, you know, we all have something, probably a gas or a, probably a lawnmower that runs on gas. And you've got to go from point A to point B with it. So then I started thinking about that. And then I started thinking, well, where am I supposed to put said gas canister when I get home, right? If I have if I have a little extra gas in a gas canister. Right, yeah. Well, yeah, you usually you do. Garage, you put it out in the back. Do I leave it in my neighbor's house? Where, where where are you supposed to put that? I just had this big gas panic yesterday. That's funny. You put it where your, where your kids can't get to it. That would be the clue in the garage. So, but if it's in my garage now, I, here's the deal. Jay, I just had a meltdown yesterday. Now I think it might be that I have kids. Yeah, now you're right? just overthinking it. I'm like, if I put this in the top shelf right. in my garage, did I just set something down in my garage that is going to explode in the <laughs> no. middle of the night? No. And I'm now going to be dealing with terror. I, that's all I could think about. I panicked about it. Look man. at you just thinking about things so differently now that you have these children just and, running around your house. And here, to Al, Alan just texted this, and Alan... This is what I thought all day yesterday. He said, how many times has it blown up in your backyard when it's 100 degrees outside? I think you're fine. <laughs> thank so, you. Alan, my whole, that's all I thought, right? Like, thank you. All I thought was 